Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Creative Process. Today, this is episode six, and we have a outstanding guest on today. His name is Fabian. You guys will get to know him in a little bit here, but obviously, if you're on the stream or on YouTube, re-watching this, you can see his face in the overlay and on the stream right now. So you guys will hear from him shortly. But I just want to say thank you for coming out and listening to Creative Process. I know it's been a little bit since I released um, an episode, episode five last time with Hayden went really well. So if you did miss episode five, go back and watch or listen to episode five, either on YouTube um, and uh, Spotify for the listeners. So anyways, let's get into episode six today. We have an awesome, awesome episode planned, something we haven't really talked about yet. Um, we haven't really talked about branding um, and stuff like that. And Fabian works at branding. So <laughs> more, you know, the... Uh, what, what am I trying to say? What am I trying to say? The uh, the most the most uh, the most well well fit or the the be- the best fit of a guest for this topic in my opinion. So, Fabian, how are you doing today? I know we were talking a little bit pre podcast just to kind of get to know one another because we're finally face to face here. But um, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, big words to live up to, but um, I'll try to manage. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, we we've known each other for quite a long time now, so it's good to good to speak mm-hmm. more more direct. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, I mean, with the with the people that I've done this, there's only been one, which was Kieran. He was episode episode two, I think, that I've talked to like face to face before. But we've all connected on social media before, and mm-hmm. we've just never been able to talk face to face. But yeah, it's it's awesome. That's that's one of the main reasons I decided to start doing this, but. Um, but also like getting to know other designers and their ins and outs and everything as well. Um, that's always a good thing. So, um, let's start off with you introducing yourself, tell the people what you're about, um, where you're from, you know, what you're interested in, whatever you want to do, kind of give the people an introduction and then we'll kick off from there. Yeah. So, well, I'm uh, Fabian, um, from, uh, from uh, Malmö in Sweden. Um, and basically what I do, uh, pretty much the only thing I do um, is uh, is logos and branding, as uh, as we passed on earlier. Um, and I started with that like around uh, seven, eight years ago. Um, I got into mascot logo designs from esports, which uh, I guess many of you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from from those kind of esports mascot logos, it moved into just general, general more corporate or uh, company logos and identity and um have just been stuck ever since um uh yeah and i've tried to build a little, little audience on twitter uh, trying to connect with other people so yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty much where i'm at is so i'm gonna ask this right off the bat is football big in sweden very very big okay because yeah. i know i think it's like the biggest uh in everywhere except for the usa right that's true yeah that's very true but i know the domestic league in sweden isn't that big so are there a lot of international supporters in sweden like is that the majority or are like the domestic is like the domestic league pretty cool no the domestic league is pretty cool it's um we're pretty shit um but uh we have uh <laughs> It's still a lot of um, a lot of people going to the games and stuff, so, so that's cool. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, because like I know, I mean, obviously you got like Zlatan and Emil Forsberg, Isaac. You know, you have all those, all those. Oh damn. All those yeah, and Hen- Henrik Larsson too. For Christ's sake, can't forget Henrik Larsson. Like you've had great footballers. I just didn't know what kind of football culture you may have out there. But that's that's always that's been a 
consistent topic at least in the first five episodes we've talked about so i had to touch on it right away because i haven't i haven't talked to a person from sweden ever yeah. i think so i had to get that question out there <laughs> yeah, no we have we have one good team and that's the team from my hometown uh, malmo which is uh, it's the only good team so. that's the one uh didn't holland play for malmo he did not but uh Zlatan did. oh no molda molda that's what he played for mm. yeah yeah Z- zlatan played for malmo is that his hometown mm-hmm. is malmo his, his hometown it is Oh, that's awesome. You guys probably have, like, shrines and shit all over the city for him, don't you? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Obviously, we were messaging on Twitter back and forth, obviously, to get some get some things rolling. Um, kind of telling you what I wanted to go on about. Um, but basically, you said you're mainly into branding and logo design. Um, this podcast is called Creative Process for a reason. Basically, to state... Um, and to go into depth on how designers weave in and out of, of projects, whether it be the easy ones or the hard ones or with big clients, small clients, whatever it is. Um, as designers, the process is probably where we spend most of our time, um, especially in branding. That's where you spend most of your time thinking and ideating and sketching and dealing with the client and you know that type of stuff. So I'm going to jump right into this. Usually we ask this towards the end of the podcast, but with your branding experience what is your process whether it's consistent or inconsistent what do you do um to start from start to finish in a project yeah well it's it's very different and it kind of differs or it has uh, changed a lot throughout the years Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes um or i'm a fan of like making a lot of uh a lot of logos directly in illustrator just making shapes and doing stuff and duplicating and removing until something doesn't look terrible anymore um <laughs> and uh, sometimes it works uh, most of the time it doesn't but um that's kind of how i like li- how i like to work uh just whipping out a lot of a lot of different stuff in shapes and whatnot um i do have a um a, a sketch uh, or a paper where i sketch but um i feel like i rarely kind of yeah, it's good for like basic concepts that you have in your head. Um, I feel like most of my work is just done on the computer by doing like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of uh, drafts of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously something that I always do is that I always like um, look up a lot of inspiration on, uh, on Pinterest and Dribble mostly for logos. Um, and I kind of take ideas from, uh, from different logos. Uh, if I have like 5, 10, 15 different logos that I really like. They don't have to be the same at all. It could be in completely different uh, areas as well. Um, but just something so I can like steal from a lot of different um, designs mm-hmm. or, or just, you know, it doesn't even have to be logos. It can be other designs or or films or whatever. Um, and then it's just about to like kind of connect, connect those different things into one unique thing um, by, uh, doing a lot of trial and error sir. Mm-hmm. so so yeah I think it's very different um, and sometimes it can take literally like minutes and, or just an hour to make something uh, something really cool and sometimes it can take weeks so some of some of my, like my, my best work and some of the things that have um, 
been super big on Twitter. Took literally like three minutes to make, and uh, <laughs> and then some of the things that I spent like months on just completely flopped, and nobody ever talked about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just about like doing doing a lot of stuff, um, and yeah, like ninety nine percent of what I do is it's terrible. Um, I'd never show it to anyone, but um, <laughs> that one percent isn't that bad. Then. So, yeah, that's what I. That's what I rely on. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it comes to branding and everything, most people, or the people that I went to school with and my professors, um, that's when I would hear this. They were like, it's a cardinal sin if you don't sketch before you go. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I under, I under, understand that there's, like, sketching is a good thing. It, like, to get, like you said, to get ideas out, to um, kind of, you know, write down, get, get the things that are initially in your head out on paper. So, you know, you have them, so you don't forget about them or whatever, whatever you use sketching for. But, you know, sometimes like going right to digital, like you said, is like, is almost the same way. Like you get to the end product, you know, especially if you have a good idea in your head, you're like, shit, let's try this right away. Let's see if this is going to work. And if you're confident in that idea, I feel like going to digital right away. Sometimes it's like you have more confidence. You're like, you're more, you're more, um, your ability to make it work heightens because you're like, mm-hmm. I have this idea. Let's go at it right away before, because like for me, if I try to draw an idea that I have, like sketch out an idea, I suck at, you know, drawing my idea. I'd much rather work with structured shapes in illustrator or digitally to construct my idea rather than draw it out for some reason that's just i work i work very similar to how you work when it comes to logo design so um i can connect with what with what your process is yeah and there like there, there's no right way i mean there's no just just a way um for yourself that you, that you know works best for yourself um like i've grown up with a computer so i can i feel like i can navigate that and especially through illustrator a lot quicker quicker than uh then sometimes on paper, so it's just easier to get the shapes uh, rolling and and blending everything together. Mm-hmm. So for you, you have on your Twitter, um, which by the way everyone will be linked down below, so you can connect with Fabian on Twitter. Um, in your bio, you have a small list of your clients in there. I see you have Red Bull, you have KFC, and you have looks like Ronaldinho is even in there. That's awesome. Does your yeah. process change? with those bigger clients i guess what was if you want to single out a specific client or if you kind of want to broaden it and keep it over one on like an underarching you know Mm -hmm. um thing what was your process like with those bigger clients because mainly the work that at least i've seen at least i would think maybe i'm maybe i'm jumping ahead but the work that's like that like you post consistently on your twitter looks like personally driven work Mm-hmm. Um, so how does that, how does working with those bigger clients change your process? Well, for me, I try to not change it that much. Um, the only different thing is that I send a lot more, a lot more um, drafts to them. Mm-hmm. I kind of have to remake a lot of stuff. Um, but I try to send just send as much things as possible. Um, and they, I, I, I tell every every client before that. You'll probably you probably won't like a lot of what you see, mm-hmm. and I probably won't like it either. Um, but it will take time. It already can it can take time, and probably will take time. But after a while, we will we will uh, find something that will work for both of us. Um, 
but I've done the same with those um, bigger bigger projects as well that it can it can be like months of just sending different versions uh, versions to the uh, client and it's a lot more kind of persuading the client um, of why some things work and some things doesn't because mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day you're kind of expert um, at least when it comes to branding uh, and logo design so um, so yeah I try not to change it much um, because when I do personal work I work the same way just that it doesn't take months obviously it just takes you know a day to try to make something every day um with those logo designs on twitter mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so i guess so i guess it just takes more time uh, but it depends really on the client i have i have like a few clients who just they just love uh love love what you do like within within the first week so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's different mm-hmm. um oh i just had a thought in my head i was gonna go off something Oh, um, like what you said about doing something every single day. What's your view on that? Like what, what's your, um, geez, I am just drawing blanks today. It's Friday. It is Friday. You're right. Do I like doing, doing your, working on your craft every single day. What, what's your view on that? Let's just simplify the question. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's necessary. I don't work with low designs every day. Far from it. Um, Sometimes I can take uh, many days off and, uh, you know, sometimes I just don't feel like it and maybe I'll create something else, uh, maybe I just, or maybe I, I, I take some photographs or do some videos or just do other designs or nothing at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I just don't go on my computer and I feel like that's good, um, at least for me, um, because when I do push myself too, too much, I kind of feel too, or I kind of, um, I kind of have to take, uh, Look, um, longer breaks than what I tend to. So, so yeah, I. You don't have to create every day. You definitely don't have to. Um, but um, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. See, like I'm, I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate here because I'm more on this, more on the point of view as like I attempt to be in Photoshop or in Illustrator or in you know, um, designing at least mm-hmm. 30 minutes to an hour every single day. Um, just because I know, like, I guess personally designing, not just client work or, you know, contracted work or whatever you want to say it is salaried work, whatever, or like employed work. Um, I try to design personally every single day, at least 30 minutes, because I think it gets those creative juices staying and like going and like it makes you want to take risks rather like whether or not you post it or not um it makes you want to take risks and make you open about your decision making and everything um because i think i think structured work and like client work and everything you can only go so far with creativity when it comes to that like when you design personal work you're like let me try this let me try that like you can literally make a whole project of things you've never done before and it's just like you know why not um i do get the i do get it where you know you're on your computer too much and you get burnt out really fast and then all of a sudden it's like boom creative block for like three days and you can't do anything because you just can't think of anything um we talked Mm -hmm. about burnout um in the episode with with kieran that was a big topic we talked about because that's happened with him and um, it even happened with both of us when we were working together on a, um, in a studio, um, trying to run a studio. And we both just hit it at the same time. We hit creative block so hard, and it was just like, 
So I, I get both sides of it. I really do. Um, but I also think there's like a... Um, what am I trying to say? There's like a uh, there's like a time management a- essence of it as well, you know. Yeah. yeah well, I think it's for for me. Um, I'm like throughout the years, I'm I'm getting better on working like more, like more consistently, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I I kind of allow myself that I don't have to create every day, or at least you know not not like eight hours every day or, or whatever mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of at least for me it's like kind of kind of good to know that if i'm not feeling it, feeling it today i know that i'll do it tomorrow mm-hmm. um so it kind of it kind of more like it truly is a passion for me design right now um which which it definitely didn't feel like a few years ago or, or when i first started out um so yeah i don't know for me it feels like it's it's heading to the right direction and um yeah i guess you have to you have to try out for yourself and don't don't like panic if you don't have if you or if you don't feel creative every day mm-hmm. I mean no, nobody does nobody feels creative all the time so yeah yeah um, so to stay on the consistent topic of branding I know you worked with did you start I don't know how to pronounce this is it is it is it pronounced anything or anything I don't I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it anything okay so basically anything was like a pre-made logo service right that's what it was or is mm-hmm. i don't know if it's still running yeah. is it still it's running? still running uh it's still running i'm just not a part of it anymore okay um but you started it right you founded it um mm-hmm. what basically because you you had to have seen a problem and was like hey let me make something to solve that problem. So kind of run through, run the people through basically what anything is. And then I want to get into like a business conversation about that. If that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Cause I know um, some, I know some people don't like to talk about, um, like when it comes to business and everything, some people aren't, aren't super comfortable talking about that side of things, but okay. Awesome. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anything is a, a pre-made logo selling service, which I've been, um, having lots, a lot of them, um, throughout the years. Um, I actually started the first one like six years ago, almost when I first started it myself, because I felt like it was something that was uh, missing or something that I felt that I myself as a designer could really use and other designers too. Mm-hmm. So I started it and it was really, this was six years ago. It was, um, I can't even remember what it was called, but it was super bad. Um, but it did actually go surprisingly well for me at the time. Um, so I kind of, I kind of figured that there were definitely a market for it. Um, and definitely for designers, um, and for, um, you know, people who, who wanted a high quality logo within just within a few seconds. So, and it got kind of put on hold. Um, and then, then um, last year, February, February 2020, I uh, started anything. Um, um, and the thing is that there obviously are a few pre-made logo selling uh, websites already, mm-hmm. but um, I think that the ones that did exist were they were kind of they were kind of um, focusing a lot on you know just producing a lot of things rather than quality if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, and i just didn't feel like 
um, like I feel I feel like both the, the designer and the um, the one who purchased the signs were kind of it wasn't the best for either part. So so I wanted to make something where you know the designers were like the things that were uploaded were they were handpicked and they're like it wasn't it wasn't the main goal wasn't to you know make money it was to it was to upload good logos and to to um to to um good uh, clients mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. so um yeah that's what we did and um it went really good um and i i ran it for what is it one 16 months or something yeah i was gonna say like close to like a year and a half yeah yeah um and it's still going as mentioned i'm just not a part of it um and i think i still think it's a it's a heavily underrated uh marketplace and there's just been i think it's closing up to like 200 or something like that logo sold now um and there's just so many awesome entrepreneurs and creators and just everyday people who who have gotten a logo made from some of the best designers in the game um in just in seconds and it's perfect for them and it's perfect for designers so So you obviously did you employ or contract a team of designers underneath or was there like a system for like through the website that the designers could sign up yeah we've changed it um a bit for the years but um most it was it was um designers who um at first it was we like kind of handpicked designers who we thought were you know some of the best in the game mm-hmm. um and then they could um or upload their logos there then we changed it so that anyone any designer could uh, submit a logo but like we we'd only like one out of ten would get approved uh, so that way everyone had the same chance but um we were still kind of picked on what went up mm-hmm. so we could we we could also um, you know check so it wasn't wasn't stolen or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure that the logo was you know, obviously unique and 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 good and um, everything like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's how we have it still right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're just handpicked designers that agree to. Is it like a um? Are once once you handpick them, are they on like a? Were were they on like a contract with the company, or was yeah. it with like a uh, was it like a make make logos, and if you wanna um, if you wanna have them on the website, go through us, and you have permission to like you know like you have first come first serve type of thing. Yeah, it was it was like that at the start, but now um, there you like anyone whoever you are could um, upload a design. Um, and uh, yeah, we we have a team of uh, people with me or two other guys who who'd um, go through them and um, and kind of sell them and mm-hmm. and uh, decide whether or not they did qualify for the website mm-hmm. and and if they did, um, it would get get up on the website and get sold and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the designers that would be listening right now that are mainly branding they're wondering about what would the what would go to the designer like what would the split be if there was a split profitly profit wise so mm-hmm. first question could the designers set their price for the logo or was that determined by the website or by the anything team 
Uh, yeah, no, that was completely decided by the designer. We we did have, we kind of mixed around with having a minimum price of, uh, yeah, it kind of changed, but I think right now it's like $200 or something. But um, yeah, other than that, the designer could decide. Okay, and did the designer get 100% of that, 100% of that, or was there a cut towards the, the website? Uh, yeah, once again, we kind of mixed around with a lot of different stuff. <laughs> um, so at first it was... Um, 85% to the designer, and then we kind of swapped to 100% to the designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had like that for quite some time. And uh, now, most recently, we have um, a system where anyone can apply for free and then get a 70% cut, or they can pay $5 with their submission. And then, if it gets approved, they'll get 100%. Oh, okay. So, so, so everyone can apply for free. Um, but if you if you like really feel like it's a bang, then you can then you can pay to make sure it'll get 100. percent Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That's actually a good system. That's a good system. I like I like how that works because a lot of it was, you know, with pre-mades. Like I know I know some some websites were like um, 50-50, like to the mm-hmm. to the web to the designer and to the website, and it's like. Okay, well, like, as a, from a designer standpoint, if you don't, if you don't mark that up, you know, if you don't mark that up 50% from your original price, you're not going to make anything, you know? So it's like, yeah. it, like you're not going to make anything worthwhile. Because let's say you put, let's say the minimum price is a $50 logo, and you put the logo up for 50 bucks, and let's say that's your price, you only get 25 bucks if you sell it, and it's like, there goes the majority of your work. There goes the majority of your effort. You know, so like, when it comes to how how you have it laid out, that's or you had it laid out. Um, mm-hmm. I guess going into it, what made you leave the management team on anything then? Um, well, there's there's uh, lots of reasons really. Um, uh, I actually have a, a few things coming up later this year. Um, which will take up like 150% of my time. So I, I, I really have no time. For, um, <laughs> that's, that's really the only reason. Otherwise, I probably still would have run it because as I mentioned earlier, it's, uh, I think it's a really cool concept. And um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll grow. The, the guy who's handling it now is, is doing very well. So awesome. I'm following it, following it with, uh, yeah, with joy. So are you like a... Uh... Like, do you still have a share in it, or is it completely out of your hands? Um, it's kind of a transition process. Um, I had 50%, um, but it will be zero after next year. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, you don't, like, I think designers, some designers, not all, some designers are so caught up in working for someone rather than thinking of an idea and creating something themselves, something them like themselves, like like you did. You saw a problem. You're like, hey, I want to make this, so I'm gonna make it. Rather than, eh, you know what, whatever. Let me just work for a branding company, and maybe that'll solve the problem, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of designers are like like you see it on Twitter. You're they're posting practice work for this this organization that organization this other organization and 
Sometimes they don't post work because they want to do it. They post work because they think the organization's going to see it and hire them. You know? Yeah. Like, I think... I mean, it's a double-edged sword because if you don't have... Like, sometimes you got to create that type of work to gain a freelance following if you want to go freelance. And then, you know, obviously then it's there. But it's also developing your own personality and your own design brand as well. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I know I'm... I'm... You know, I, I've designed work for organizations just because I think, you know, it would get seen. Yeah. You know, once I hit, like, midway through college, I was like, eh, you know, I think I'm just going to do this stuff. If it is for an organization, I'm just going to do it because I want to do it and not because, you know, dang, I'm going to do this design for PSG, even though I may not like PSG, but they're a huge organization. Maybe they'll retweet it, you know, or maybe they'll like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's always a piece of that when you design work, but I feel like self-driven work has so much thought and so much um, value to it, you know, that, hey, I did this project for me and me only, and it turned out freaking insane, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I've, I've done a lot of that stuff, um, and almost everything has completely flopped. Um, but um, I feel I feel like yeah, you kind of kind of think that you know that's fine, um, and just keep keep trying. And, and if you do if you do like really find something interesting, you should just act on it immediately and think afterwards. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, I've done a lot of weird projects, which uh, yeah, I'm surprised I. Uh, still have friends on twitter after some things uh but yeah <laughs> i think i think we all have that thought every once in a while yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um so the last thing i do want to talk about is freelance mainly um this is this as long as like as well as like that football topic we talked on a little bit earlier in the podcast um freelance is a big topic i try to bring up with different designers because it seems like everyone has a different opinion of freelance so when it comes to freelance, do you work primarily freelance or are you more along the lines of getting hired by someone? What's your opinion on that? I think, I think it, like for me personally, I prefer freelance, but um, there's there's really no right or wrong answer. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer I prefer working with uh, directly with with clients and kind of talking with them and understanding them. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of kind of marketing and psychology within that as well, which I personally find very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like it fits me quite well to to work more direct with persons, and uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I get I get both sides. Yeah. Okay. See, I like that short and sweet, right to the point. Personally, I love freelance. I think freelance is awesome. Um, Again, stating going back to like developing your own brand and figuring out how you work personally as a designer, that's a perfect avenue to figure to really figure that out. Um, I've been freelancing for like four years now, and I don't think if I freelanced, I wouldn't be in the situation where I am now because you know that's where you really are able to figure out how your process works, especially under pressure. Like, yeah, you can do that on the side for personal work, but once there's money involved and you're like, okay, I need to get this done or else I'm not getting paid, you know, then it completely changed the rationale of everything, completely changes the environment. And now you're like, okay, <laughs> how do I work under pressure? Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, definitely. And and my 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 own process, as mentioned earlier, it's changed so so much, and it keeps keeps changing almost every day. So <laughs> it's um it's just about in the long game um and doing what you what you love and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this has been awesome. It was awesome finally meeting you face to face. I know we've been connecting on Twitter for a while now, it seems. Um, so it was it was awesome having you on. I know it's I know it's late for you. And what time is it now for you? Half past eleven. Yeah. So it's 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 getting there for you. I I do apologize for catching you later, but um, no, it's just. Um... I I also appreciate it for you being willing to stay up for this. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, so it was awesome having you on. Guys, all of Fabian's links, I guess, if you want anything else other than than your Twitter, I can just put your Twitter down there, or if you want anything else, you can message me after, however you want that to work. I can put whatever you want down in the description of the podcast so people can connect with you, um, especially if they if they either need feedback on logos or, you know, maybe have some questions for you about the process of everything or just want to go for you for, you know, as a client, get you to do work for him. Um, so yeah, his, all of Fabian's links will be down below. Make sure to connect with this man. Um, and yeah, thank you for coming out today. Listen to episode six of creative process Fabian. Again, I really appreciate you coming on. It was awesome to hear your insight on branding and process and freelance and everything like that. It was awesome. 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 Having you on. Um, and, uh, and yeah, this has been episode six of Creative Process. I will see you guys next week for episode seven. All right, take it easy. Have a great rest of your day.